Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and if we had no beer, we would scream. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> and we're the Drunk Guys. And today we are reading I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream by Harlan Ellison. And starting with this beer that I have on tap, so we can't make a cool sound for you. That was a cool sound. Yeah, I, I tried. Uh, it's called, uh, I'm no guy from Police Academy. It's called... Uh, <laughs> Motormouth? <laughs> it's called Fat Peach, and it's from Finback. It is a IPA... I think IPA or double IPA made with sticky rice and peach. It smells like a fucking peach. Yeah, cool. it's it's good. I really like it. It's pretty good. I don't really like peaches, but this is pretty good. It's pretty I don't intense. understand why they put sticky rice in it. No, I'm not really sure what what the sticky rice accomplishes. I we don't have well, rice doesn't really have like a flavor. Maybe it adds something to the body, is it just like or a, the texture, like or the, a starch or a carbohydrate to add something. Well, it is a super foggy beer. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it's, can it's the... Opaque. Is there sugars in rice? Am I confusing Absolutely. science? Maybe they use that for the yeast. They definitely do. A lot of the big, you know, Budweiser kind of manufacturers oh, right. they use put, rice. They just use rice because it's cheap and they're shit. This is sticky rice, so it's cool. Alright, so Harlan Ellison's... Uh, it's probably his most famous short story. I've certainly never heard of him before. He just died last year, I think. 2018 oh, fuck. 18 really? or 17 he died, yeah. He's, you know, one of those guys, sci-fi writer guys that's been around for since the 50s, probably, or the early 60s, and wrote a million... Short those, stories like, and pulp fiction, yes, yeah, definitely. Lots of you know, amazing tales. But he was so, uh, kind of always revered, like, treated it like another level, like as a pretty high up there writer. Yeah, I mean, I, I found okay. out about him a few years ago, looking through lists of like Locus winners or Hugo winners or something like that, and his name came up. And he this one something right? this one, I think the Hugo for best short story. Yeah, or yep. the Nebula, or both probably because mm-hmm. he almost always won if both. And especially um, back then. Yep. I've only read a couple other short stories of his, but they always are, he's like a, he's kind of a weirder guy out there. Without being as weird and fucking unintelligible as Philip K. Dick, I think yeah. his stuff holds together pretty well in my Like, experience. there is a story that, like, has logic. Anyway, so, uh, I have no mouth in Must Scream, so you don't find out what that has to do with anything until the very end. It's a very menacing title, though. It is very, very dark. So this is a very dark thing where you, there are just, what, five people, six people? Five. They're stuck underground inside this weird like computer futuristic maze thing i couldn't tell the whole time if it was really happening or was it like a matrix x matrix esque simulation i think it doesn't matter either yeah, way I guess it doesn't matter day. but i couldn't tell i think though it's supposed to be real because people were I like so too. said that like, people would disappear for a while then they would come back and they've been transformed and yeah. stuff so what are they they're trapped inside of am which is this giant worldwide computer. Yep. I mean, and it really is a giant worldwide artificial intelligence. Yes. It's not just a computer. Like, where the files are in the computer is really <laughs> is like this. It's not a MacBook. This is, no. It's uh, a MacBook this, Pro. this is an intelligence yeah. that is intentionally torturing these people. And, and everyone else in the world is dead that have been killed by. So it's also about the Cold War and stuff like yep. that. And everyone else in the world is dead. It's just these five people left, and the computer is just torturing them. Because it hates people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, a computer was created during the Cold War to, you know, sort of... The Cold War was too complicated for people. Yeah. And to control the missiles and whatever, and then thing, the thing becomes self-aware, and it realizes it hates humans. So it, it killed every human on Earth. Wasn't there... There were two other computers, too. And they all synced up, and they became one thing. Yeah. And I forgot what AM stood for, but it kind of meant different things throughout. Well, it said it changed. Like it came initial from, and it changed. I think, therefore, I am. Right. Was where it first came from. Yeah. Well, the... Uh, and then it, was, then it was like an acronym, or maybe it's a backronym, you know. Backronym? Backronym is when... It has a name, and then you It has a name, and then it. you like make up a bunch of words that follow it. Um, 
You like make after up the, fact. the words? Okay, afterward. Yeah. Uh, there's examples of them, but I don't know any of them right now. Oh, I know. Uh, in England, someone like a, like a hood rat kid, it's called a chav. No one really knows exactly where it comes from, but people say, oh, it's because it's called council-housed and violent, which means, you know, they're like project kids. But it doesn't actually mean that, but they say they assigned words to the letters in it and said, oh, that's where it comes from, but it didn't actually come from that. So that's okay. a backronym. It was, they invent the, the acronym after the fact. So it started off as other things, and then yeah. the am, I don't know what came first. Or, you know, who knows, because he killed all of humanity. So, Oh, it originally meant allied master computer, then it became adaptive manipulator, and then when it had sentience and linked all of them together, it was aggressive menace. And finally, itself, it called itself am. Emerging intelligence, and what it meant was cogito ergo sum, I think therefore I am. Which, in the story, there's like these little like punch code things, which that's what it says in that, those little mm. dots. Ah, yes. Oh, I was wondering what the fuck that was. Okay. One, one is in Latin, and the other one's the English, I think therefore I am. Okay. Because that's what, so that's all related to it. Anyway, so they're just a bunch of characters. Trapped in this Each one, hell. like, yeah, it is. And the computer keeps them alive. They've been there for a century just being tortured, but the computer somehow can make them not die. That's why I thought it was maybe a simulation, because how could they be 100? I mean, he didn't make, like, he didn't mm-hmm. make superhumans that live forever. And he made them so they don't age either. That, that's know, why they're all jealous of the narrator. He's the youngest one. Mm. I, I didn't think of that, but I think when this was written, the concept of virtual reality kind of hadn't come around yet. Yeah, that's so. This is my sixty-seven. So that that's yeah, all. I mean, I, though I think simulation theory was probably had been thought of, but since in virtual reality concept in cyberspace hadn't really wasn't really a thing. You know, like, that's why it's not the matrix. Can be anything. Yeah, I think it was more like the computer. You know, people kind of imagine that computer could do everything. Like, oh, it could. Yeah. It'll inject you with special things that will make you not get older, and it will, you know, in a meal and a pill, like very, yeah, uh, yeah, right, you know, a, a definitely hokey kind of shit to think about today. Fifties, sixties concept yeah, of what a computer is. Well, evil. What they do was a future at the time, right? Yeah, no, what we consider that. Like, oh, like you know, feed your child with the power of the atom. You know, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> clear that actor in your house. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, we want that. Yeah. Ooh, have your gallium supplement. <laughs> Our Chernobyl in every pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, and a beer. <laughs> and a beer in every mouth. That cannot scream. So this is a... Uh, I forgot who brought this. This is... I oh, wait. This. Why did we bring Fat Peach? <laughs> oh, that? because of the lady. All right. We'll get back to that later. There, yeah. then what is this? That? This is Fruit Bot 3000 by Kings County Brewers Collective. Oh, God. That's a sour, isn't it? <laughs> is it? I didn't read what it was. I thought it was oh, nice. yes, it is. It smells yeah. like it. The beer has gone bad, everybody. Stand back. Uh, guava kiwi key lime gosa style ale. That's a 4. lot of words. Point five percent alcohol. I did not read that when I bought this. I just saw the name and I was like, "Well, that's what I'm getting." And there's no saying that in the century they were alive, they did not eat at least one kiwi guava or key lime. He tortures them. It's he how only he tortured them. them guavas. Yeah. <laughs> they just have unbelievable <laughs> runs, <laughs> just shitting uncontrollably. That much. Fiber. Everyone's got hemorrhoids literally out the ass. It's like a it's like a bridal wow. train of hemorrhoids. It's like a it's like a superhero's cape. <laughs> it's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> when they, when they turn too fast, it excites bulls. They go, oh, ooh, Toro. It's like one of those baboons that are in estrus. <laughs> this, this this beer is uh, quite tart. It's really Very. tart. It's yeah. not the worst sour I've ever had. I just was. Ex- I kind of yeah. No, if you didn't know, it'd be surprising. I thought after it was IPA for some reason. After the sweet peach beer we just had, yeah, this is very intense. 
Actually, you know what? Now that I've had two sips, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. It First is. sip was very intense. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it. That's on me. So anyway, how does Fat Peach apply? That's to do with the the chick. Oh, so let's talk about the characters. There's well, one guy has been renamed Nimdok, and it's his new name because they just the machine renamed him with weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are now Nimdok, and they're like, all right, so we called him Nimdok, I guess. <laughs> That's Carl. Fuck you, Nimdok. And there's four dudes and one woman. And she, like, I think the way it was phrased, like, she was a virgin two steps removed when she got here. But yeah. now the machine has made her into a ravenous whore. Right? Yeah, it like redid her personality or something. Yeah, because... But like at the very beginning, the first line, one of the first lines in the thing is, we had to carry her. So for some reason, I thought she had no legs. I don't know, that's what I was picturing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, there's also it's it's no, weird. It didn't like, say that specifically. They've all been physically manipulated and distorted. One of them has a monkey's face, a scarred monkey's face. And so is one of them like dumb as shit now? I can't remember. One gets blinded, and that's what like the first scene. It like mm. climbs. He climb makes it. He makes him climb up, and then he f- jumps or he falls or something. And then he's blind, and they all like, oh, he's blind now. Fuck that. <laughs> he gave Lucky one him. guy a giant dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. He did. You never know who's going to get one. <laughs> but you also hey, don't know. The you apocalypse could... isn't that bad. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> hey, well, guys, I don't know about this. This computer doesn't seem that bad to me. Because <laughs> it's like, it says it more than once yeah. in a nine page short it's story. Like yes. Enormous dick. This horse cock that he's got. And then the, the woman pretends she doesn't like it. Right? There's something about that, too. Like, yeah, they're all like, in oh, this part, they constantly have, they, either they have to or they do, they gangbang this chick all the time. Yeah, sometimes like the machine's making me do it. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. And the machine's like, I'm off. I'm in sleep mode. <laughs> no, he's tricking you. <laughs> Screensaver. <laughs> yeah. So, they're so that's fucking, why they have Fat Peach. And, but she like pretends. Oh, because. <laughs> what is that? I still don't get that. Fat Peach? You ever heard of a vagina called a peach? Oh. And it's that whole song, is, Peaches and Cream? I, I, I don't really like analyze the poetry. Was that, that wasn't even poetry. That, that was like, pretty explicit. 112? Who was that? Who does Peaches and Cream? Uh, it might have been 112. It was one of those bands that never did anything else again. Oh, shitty R&B Beck? group. Beck has a song called Peaches and Cream. Yeah. Oh, that might be a different song. That's a much, that, I'm sure, I was, I was like, I've heard that song. It would be hilarious if Beck did that. If Beck made a song about vaginas called Peaches and Cream. Oh, are Scientologists silly. allowed to write about vaginas? He's a Scientologist? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. Doesn't that ruin it for you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> well, he wears those stupid hats to keep Xenu away. Two turntables uh, and a thetan. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say he's a loser. Oh. So ooh. why don't you kill me and send my spirit back into a volcano? So everyone gangbangs this lady. Yep, and they and walk her fat around. peach. <laughs> oh, that's right. And it tricks them into like wandering around to go look for canned food. And they're like, oh, I know it's not going to be canned food. It's going to be bullshit. Like, it, it, it lies to us all like, the time. It, but it's it, not it, really there. It was canned food, but he didn't give them a can opener. <laughs> so the, they couldn't but, open any of it. after they first march for months to get to the North Pole where this bunker is or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like throwing the cans against walls and trying to open them with their teeth and they can't do it. But all throughout this, the narrator, who I think is nameless, is saying like, this sucks. The only relief release will be death. That's the only thing yeah. that will be good but it won't let us die that's why we've been alive for 100 years it keeps us it keeps us well enough to, to torture and then when they're throwing the shit around the cans of food or whatever and they're in a big ice cave it's like a batman you know, lair. because that's where you keep your of solitude of food. it's a really big freezer and yeah fortress of solitude and then he gets the idea to kill everybody with the broken up ice, oh, icicle icicle yeah mm-hmm. the perfect murder weapon he like yes yeah. <laughs> in this case yeah it was <laughs> 
It took so he, 100 years, but he figured it out. And he kills them all, but he can't. He can't kill. Himself. He doesn't kill the lady. He kills, one he kills still her. Alive, he kills, but I thought he disappears. I thought he uh-huh. kills the woman, and he can't kill himself in time. And then it zaps back, and she's gone, and he's different. Yeah, he's been because the machine's long. real pissed at him for killing all of his toys. Yeah, so it makes sure he can never kill himself, but could still be torturable. And it turns him into like a like a giant booger. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just he, like an amorphous mass. He doesn't even have eyes anymore. He just has like light sensors. He, he's like a jellyfish. Yeah, but yeah, he but, rolls around. But he has no mouth, and he must, and he has no beer. But we have one more beer. We have one more beer. Yeah. And uh, this is this is this is a strong connection, gentlemen. If Fat Peach was good, this is called Mouthful of Gold Teeth by Innerborough Spirits and Ales. And I brought this because if he had a mouthful. I'm sure he would have loved to have a mouthful of gold teeth. This is a 11% uh, Imperial Stout with... Good luck, everyone. Chocolate, cherry, and graham crackers. Is that a thing? Is that like a... Is that like such that's, thing not, as like, that's not a normal combination of goods. Chocolate, cherry... Is that like a, a virgin s'more? There's no marshmallows. <laughs> not bad, right? I get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a virgin anymore. You could only get it once. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious, by the way. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, first off, I do not taste that it's nearly that strong. That yeah no that's a nightmare. If you drank this whole thing, you'd probably uh, shit yourself and pass out. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I've, you could drink this whole thing. This is by Transmitter, right? Interboro. Interboro. I see Transmitter on the can. Is it a collab? Is it? Intermer- Interboro and Transmitter. Oh, this is our first Transmitter. Is that right? Yeah, because their stuff because their their stuff doesn't have any clever names. It's always like B two. Yeah, Hit. or like. Golden Ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like... You suck really. my battleship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were like, yeah they're, yeah, they're not really good names for our, our shtick. It's a fun brewery. I went there once. It's like under a bridge. It's like the size of this room, too. It's really tiny. Yeah. So they have a little like, outdoor patio with benches and shit. I want to go... Nice. That's just one of the few ones in Queens I haven't been to yet. It's nice. It's worth going to. And Interboro, I think we've, we've talked about them before, and they're like a sort of... We've, had a, few, we've had a few Interboros. Anyway, I think this is fucking delicious. I don't really get... I get the cherry, for sure. I get the stout flavor. Graham crackers are in a lot of beers. I don't fucking taste any graham cracker. I don't know what that would even no. be like to taste graham cracker in a liquid. I don't think I want to. I don't really like graham crackers. I think they were made, I think they were named after the guy who came up with them. I'm not, I'm not, this, this sounds like a Jimmy story. Where he's Billy Graham. The Reverend Billy Graham. Reverend Billy Graham's Graham. yes. crackers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he called his congregation. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he didn't let other people so in. It's like, you know, like Barry Manilow fans or Fanilows. <laughs> they're like, they're graham crackers. <laughs> uh, I think if some guy made it, it's like a like it's supposed to have some sort of like digestive, or was it a thing? It was either like a digestive thing or about like not masturbating thing. It's some weird eighteen hundred. <laughs> the Kellogg's thing. thing. I heard about this. The the guy who made Kellogg's, like all the cereals, they were supposed to like curb uh, your libido. I could be confusing reason. this with that then, actually. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, maybe they made like Kellogg's. And people research. wanted that. It was to, you know to keep women you know chased probably oh, shit like that mm, purity. So yeah, he has no because he's just a giant booger. He has no mouth. And cannot scream, but he, he would really like to. The end. I liked it a lot. Yeah, this was like really interesting. All the it way was through. definitely interesting. It was weird as shit. Very weird and dark. And, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, there, I thought one interesting thing is that the the villain is technology. Yeah. You know, and in the end, indeed, man, the man, the last man, is reduced to this booger, like primitive life form. Primordial because ooze. of our technology, instead yes. of making us stronger, it actually destroyed us. So Would you say that it's about man's uh, the effect of technology on humans? Indeed, <laughs> this is definitely science fiction. <laughs> oh, is that what you're egging him on to do? Uh, no, that's what our argument about, about what science fiction. Oh, I know, is about I noticed. Like I mean, I don't think 
it has to, I'm not going to get into this. I don't think it has to do that. <laughs> but this one applies. This one is. It definitely does that, for sure. This is miles better than most of those shitty 60s sci-fi short stories. Oh, ever. yeah. Miles. Even though so much of it is dated, and we were like, the fact that the secret code thing is in like computer punch tape nonsense. Punch cards, yeah. That's, and at one point he's like, there are 84 million miles of, you know, cathode tubes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, it's like circuits. And if they wrote the word hate on each nano angstrom. Oh, yeah. When it said there are 20 million miles of circuits, like, that's actually not that much considering, like, inside of a chip today, there are just, there's a lot. Right. If you actually there are wrote, 20 billion transistors inside a, inside a, a computer chip today. So each one, even with a tiny that. little connection, you're still going to have many, many miles. So it, it, it does show its age. And that's like in an iPhone. Anyway, yeah, keep going. It shows its age. But, that, but, yeah, but less, less than some others. It requires yeah. far less of a, uh, even Leap. though it's a really silly, of suspension of disbelief kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like once you buy into the world, like, okay, there's a super master computer that could do whatever it wants. Okay, whatever. Though I did for a little while think it was possibly the Matrix scenario where it's all hallucination. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just, it never really said either way, so I couldn't tell. But I thought the whole part about them keeping them young, they have to still be alive because they could get older in a hallucination or whatever. Yeah, they're all, a, they're a yeah. hundred years in there. I, don't, I didn't get that I mean, part, so I thought it, it must have been like a simulation. For and that. also, if he's actually able to kill them, then it's probably not well, a Well, if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Oh, right. And the Matrix was real. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the mind cannot exist. The body cannot exist without the mind. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you listen this far, why don't you leave us a review wherever you are listening. And uh, if you have a mouth, scream about us. Exactly. Scream at least five stars. Yes, please. Please do. One for each character of the book or for each foot of dick that guy had. (laughs) That's a lot of dick. See you next time. Thanks for listening.